Hey Sam, how's it going? Pretty good, Cal. How are you? Not bad, but I've been thinking, right? Okay. Who could, like in real life right now, yeah, be Willy Wonka? Who could send out golden tickets to the like to their factory? <laughs> And, and oh, have so everyone want to come. Okay, so not, not not who would play Willy Wonka. No, no, who's no. The real uh, who's Willy the Wonka. real Willy Wonka? Well, it's whoever owns Cadbury, right? No, 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 no. I'm not talking about necessarily a chocolate factory. I'm talking like if somebody said, "I'm releasing golden tickets into you know what into the world, yeah. and you can find them." Who would like? Who would everyone be really excited to go and visit the factory of? And like, who who's who's this reclusive sort of genius at what he does? You know, who fits the Willy Wonka mould, that character? It'd be Zack Snyder, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> I don't want to inherit anything from Zack Snyder. <laughs> Look, you know I what? I don't care how many everlasting gobstoppers you know I've returned. Hear me out. So he's clearly garbage. I'd like to see him at work, see how, what his process is, to see just how he makes such terrible movies, and then I get him to inherit it and make a good Batman movie. <laughs> You're a fucking man. That was nowhere like I was expecting it to go. I was expecting it to be like Elon Musk, <laughs> fucking Richard Branson. Sucks, <laughs> right, okay, cool. Okay. Yep. Good enough. Right. I agree. Play the music. Hello and welcome to the Video Shop Podcast about what you're watching, maybe. I'm your host, Cal. I'm your other host, Sam, and today we're talking about Gene Wilder. Yeah, that was that was too chipper. <laughs> <laughs> today we're talking about Gene Wilder? That's better. Oh, no. I, I forgot for a second. I'm like, oh yeah, Gene Wilder. Oh no, Gene Wilder. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean... This year has just been so shit. As far as celebrity deaths, yeah. These last two years have been the fucking worst. Like, I'm sure that's just a fallacy on my behalf. Like, people older than us a couple of years before would have said the same thing about people that they gave a fuck about. Yeah, I know, exactly right. But, like, it's... We're getting old, Sam. We're getting to the point where the people that we respect are dying on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah, it's... It's happening. Mm. Sad. It's next thing you know, we'll be dead, and who will do the podcast then? <laughs> Answer our ancestors. <laughs> our ancestors. Our descendants. It's gonna be a fucking. Buddy, what, what's the word? Uh, my uh, kids uh, they uh, can get out of doing this podcast. A hierarchical fucking. What, what, I don't know. It's handed down from generation yeah. to generation. Yeah. My grandpappy did the podcast. <laughs> Your father before him. But, Until know, some rebel dickhead's like, I don't want to do the podcast. No, not even my you. real dad. I'm doing video shop the stage play. <laughs> <laughs> stage plays a dead son. What the fuck are you talking about? No, fuck you. It's an emerging medium, eh? <laughs> God damn. All right. Um, our ancestors media. are fucking idiots. Our descendants. Descendants. You, the same as <laughs> you fucking ruined me. I'm sorry, Cal. Good. Hashtag not that sorry. Huge. <laughs> Um, so I guess we should talk about old Gene. Um, do we, do we want to do what we normally do on the People Podcast and just go down the list? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I feel like, uh, the, the way he sort of handled his, um, his disease and his, and his death yeah. was, is an interesting thing to talk about. Like, okay. 
Well, I just, know very little about the circumstances, to be honest. He there was complications with Alzheimer's, which I'm sure you I probably did know heard. That. Yeah. Um, do you know anything about what Alzheimer's does? It's yes. Yeah. Basically, degenerative brain disorder. Um, so he he sort of shut himself away when he was diagnosed because he didn't want kids to be like, "What's happening to Willy Wonka?" Yeah. Really. Really. Ad, 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 admirable. Yeah, admirable, I think that's, is the word you're looking for. Yeah, that's it. But it's very um, self-aware to to know that a movie he did in the 70s is still affecting kids today. Yeah. A whole lot more than Johnny Depp ever will. No, best, <laughs> best Johnny Wonka. Oh, fuck Johnny you. Oh, God, what a... Look, we can talk about that later, maybe. What a yeah. garbage version. I'm sure we will. You know what the worst part about that version is? The whole backstory of And this is something I discovered today. What? You know who was considered originally for Willy Wonka and that before they went with Johnny Depp? Who? Patrick Stewart. Oh. I mean, I'm glad that he wasn't. Yeah, because that was a garbage movie. Because that would have, like, that would have really been a down fucking moment in his career. But he could have pulled it through. I want, I want to see another, I, I want to see another Willy Wonka movie now with, um... With Patrick Stewart. Even if it was basically just a frame-for-frame frame remake of the original. And you know what? I, I'm, I'm being, I've been coming around on remakes a little bit of late. I, I, think, I think they're necessary. The thing is, though, people are always like, the original's always better. And I'm like, that's fine, but this movie wasn't made for you. It was made for the new generation. The amount of racism in the original Willy Wonka is <laughs> sort of fucked. <laughs> Yeah, and exactly. Like, even, like, the amount that they... Like, because the Oompa Loompas, right? Yeah. Is fucked up <laughs> as a concept. Just a little, yeah. Yeah, and, like, the fact that, like, if, if Willy Wonka was made today... Yep. It would have to be referenced. The, the whole sla- enslaving of these people would have to be referenced. And, like, Gene Wilder's Willy Wonka says... Well, no, I like they, they lived in this horrible country where they would just basically pray to these awful monsters, and I've given them a job, and I've immigrated them to this country where they've got you know a home with me and yeah. and stuff. Like it, it was a good thing that he was doing, and so it's sort of sort of is okay. And then Veruca Salt's like, oh, I want an Oompa Loompa, and the dad's like, Yeah, sure, I'll buy this human being from you. <laughs> <laughs> and and <laughs> Willie has to go, no, they're sort of not for sale, you fucking scum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They address it more, I think, in the remake, though, right? I don't know if they do. I'm pretty sure he pays them in... Like, they, they worship the coca bean. And they love it. And that's, that's even more fucked. And that's the currency he gives them. So he pays them in chocolate. That's even more fucked. Pay them money, you fucking <laughs> terrible person. They don't want money, though, apparently. Yeah, but with the money, they can buy chocolate. It's the same thing. It's just that the only difference is one's immoral <laughs> and one isn't. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, so Gene Wilder, though. Yes, yes. His, his overall career. Let's, are we going oldest to newest? Or? I reckon oldest to newest. Cool, let's go. So... 1967, Bonnie and Clyde. So, I, I know the story of Bonnie and Clyde. I had no idea he was in it. He played Eugene Grizzard. Don't know who that is. I haven't seen the movie. <laughs> Moving on! Uh, no, I'm, I'm sure it is. He did... The next movie he did was The 68, The Producers. I... I saw this on TV as, like, while I was cleaning my room and while the only thing I could pick up was Channel 7. And it was like, I just sort of had the TV on because I didn't have... 
my iPod charged or something. And right. I, I had no idea what I was watching or that it was such an influential and such a big movie. But then I'm like, hey, Willy Wonka's in it. <laughs> I'll watch that. And he oh, he nails that anxiety-driven character so well. Like, oh, I can't believe that they hired fucking Matthew Broderick for the remake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't believe man. they hired Matthew Broderick for anything. A tennis ball on a stick would be able to emote <laughs> better than fucking. <laughs> he was perfect for the character of Ferris Bueller because Ferris Bueller was a massive dick. I haven't even seen that movie, but <laughs> it's it's good. I, I, I've never seen a good performance by Matthew. Broderick. Overrated, but good. My stats teacher really likes it. Like my old stats teacher really liked it. That's that's what says to me. Maybe I wouldn't like this movie. The thing with Ferris Bueller's Day Off is it's... I'm trying to think of a modern day comparison. It's like the movie... I don't know, maybe... I'm trying to... I don't know what it feels to compare like it to. The concept the of the movie feels like an episode of a sitcom. Yeah, it is a little bit that. Like, but there was one contention. day that cheeky kid's gonna bloody pretend that he's sick and go on a wacky adventure and then learn a valuable lesson. He doesn't learn a valuable lesson, though. <laughs> he's just a scum at the end. The, the, his sidekick, who is arguably the main character, right. learns a valuable lesson. But all it is is my... F- all it, all these lessons should be is my friends are dicks. <laughs> Get um, better friends, mate. Yeah. Anyway... What we're we talking about? Gene Wilder, right? Yep. Uh, the producers. So the you've producers. seen the original producers. I have seen you the have. original. You have. I yeah. haven't. Okay. The... Look, I'm a really not a good person to have Look, on I, this I, podcast. Th- like, I, I think that, like... Like, because, like I said, I was sort of watching it as I was cleaning my room. I didn't understand what I was watching or how big a deal it was. But I've gone back and, and read more about it recently. And I've, and I've seen the new one. And, like... I do, I do love Nathan Lane's performance in the new one. Right, but he's great in everything. I, I just, yeah. I would, lo- I would have loved I to have seen, seen a hybrid of these movies, like someone had just edited it together. So, <laughs> so Gene Wilder was talking to Nathan Lane. <laughs> yep. Uh, oh no. And uh, and um, Will Ferrell's in the new one. Uh, okay. As, I, I like a lot of people really hate Will Ferrell, but I'm kind of like, yeah, he's good in some stuff. W- Will Ferrell's fine. He's just... His movies in general aren't particularly good. I don't yeah, think. that's usually the problem. But, but the, the... No, the problem with... With... With, um, with Will Ferrell is that Anchorman is overrated. Anchorman isn't as good as everyone says it is. Yeah, I found that movie hyped and when I watched it, I'm like, this is kind of boring. I watched it right at the right time. I like the memes that come out of the movie. Absolutely. That escalated very quickly. <laughs> um... But yeah, like he he himself is a perfectly talented man, but yes. but Anchorman is an overrated movie. Anchorman is a, is an interesting look at filmmaking and improvisational comedy. Yeah, it's not a good movie. I would agree with that. Anyway, <laughs> the producers. <laughs> yes. So. Um, yeah, Je- uh, yeah. Will Ferrell plays the 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 crazy guy who comes up with the whole Hitler musical. Right. Okay. Yeah. Thing in in it, and he's sort of like yeah, it's. There's some really great performances in both, and Gene Wilder's like anxious blanket grabbing uh, yeah. bloom is so so good, and I don't think anyone else could have pulled it off in quite the same way. Okay, that's interesting. But I'll, that being I'll said, I don't know anything about actors of that time. So <laughs> great. Uh, the next movie you did was 1970s Start the Revolution Without Me. 
He played the twins Claude and Philip. <laughs> oh, Philip. <laughs> Philip. It's double P-E. Yeah. So it's Philippe. Philippe. Yeah. Philippe. Um, Have you seen it? No. But he, no. See, he, he speaks French very well in, uh, in Willy Wonka. Yeah, so... <laughs> so I'm assuming it's a French Revolution story. I, 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 we're sort of like taking out like patches of what we can talk about with Willy Wonka, but that, <laughs> that um, like I didn't notice as a kid because I didn't know anything about languages or anything back then. But like, there's a lot of really interesting moments where Willy Wonka just speaks from one language into another, into another, into another, and then goes back to English again. The idea being that it just confuses the fuck out of everyone that yeah. is around. But I didn't pick up on it until I watched it the other night for this podcast. Oh, really? Yeah, because I, I, I hadn't seen it since I was a little kid. I just knew it was a great movie. So, like, yeah, that's a that's an awesome touch that they put in um, Yeah, for that character. Nice. Like, to, to be like, I'm worldly, and I know... Like, world things yeah and I speak these languages so fluently that I can just sort of flow in and out of them and Gene Wilder nails it so good he, he picks up on the similarities between uh, between French and German and then flows them together so well like that's a very well delivered line and a very hard line to deliver yep. and he nailed it nailed it uh, next movie he did after Start the Revolution Without Me was Quacks of Fortune Has a Cousin in the Bronx <laughs> Quacks of Fortune is a person um, yep. played by Gene Wilder. Uh, I, I mean, yep. <laughs> the next movie he did in 1971 was Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Woo! Okay, everyone pull up a chair. We're gonna, this is going <laughs> to be, gonna be a while. This is going to be a good one. <laughs> I mean, and that's the, like, I, I'm sorry I that all you like hardcore Gene Wilder fans who I'm sure exist now and you, I'm sure you liked him before he was dead. As well, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure you knew him before it was cool. Whatever. Um, <laughs> point is, we, we grew up with Willy Wonka. Yeah, and I remember going to see Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, mm. as and in finding it fine. Charlie in the Chocolate. Yeah, Factory. I was going to say the, yeah, the, the new one. Yeah, it, well, it's Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory and Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, and the book is called Charlie in the Chocolate Factory as well. Yeah. No. Yes, yeah, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. The second one's called Willy Wonka and the Great Glass Wonka Vader, or Charlie and the Great Glass. No, it's Charlie and the Great Glass yeah. Elevator, I think. Yeah, Wonka Vader. Elevators only go up and down. <laughs> Wonka Vader. Is called the Great Glass Elevator in the book? I think it's. I think it's still called the Wonka Vader. Yeah, no, we're gonna te- check this. I, 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 I could be wrong. Because it might just be in the movie that. No, it's Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator. Okay, that's the name of the book. Because in the movie. Um, Wonka just puts Wonka on the start or the end of everything. He's like the 1960s Batman. Yeah. And, and he just goes... And they go, it's an elevator. And he goes, it's a Wonkavator. Because elevators do this, Wonkavators do this. And everyone goes, oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. Technically, Willy Wonka's version of the Wonkavator is like a turbo lift from Star Trek. I mean, it can go in all these different directions. We just don't ever see it do anything but go up. Yep. That's the problem. Yeah. Unless... We have this wonderful elevator that can go anywhere. Let's go up a couple of floors. Except in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, I don't even remember I think... It. The thing is, this is another thing where I'm like... Like, like you were saying with the producers, merge Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with Willy Wonka no, and the Chocolate Factory. I find very little of that new movie redeemable. I find the aesthetics to be amazing. I hate them. Oh, really? They look so fake... And so over the time, and, and I, I, but I've never liked um, 
Tim Burton's I don't like things. Tim Burton. I don't like Tim Burton, period. Mm. Johnny Depp's the worst part of that movie, without a doubt. Like, even if you had a better Willy Wonka, that movie would have been better. And none of that tragic backstory bullshit. Charlie's the main character of the movie. Yeah, we, like... The whole... Willy Wonka, like... At the ri- this this is our wheelhouse, so I don't feel too bad about going into it. But the reason why people like say that Gene Wilder sh- could like should have played the Doctor, like if there was an American yeah. series of Doctor Who, he would have been the fourth Doctor. Yeah, is because Willy Wonka is that character. Willy yeah. Wonka is that mysterious, intelligent, worldly person who's wacky and fun, but still yeah. mature and still immature at the same time. Like, ah. Uh, Adding a tragic backstory to him is is exactly like what fucking Moffat's been doing in the fucking show and trying to make the fucking Doctor something big and special and fucking... It's, when he was just a guy who ran away. It's so much better when he's just a guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's... it's or, or at least if, he's, if he is something bigger, that it's mysterious and you don't know about it. That's I'd what makes him enigmatic. That's why, yeah. An enigma you understand isn't an enigma. <laughs> Well, and that's why classic Who is so strong, Mm. because it's one of those two things. For the first few seasons, it's just a guy in a box um, who ran away. Later seasons with uh, Sylvester McCoy, you get that enigma. You get all these, like, hints of a much bigger thing, and you're like, oh, this is kind of interesting. And then it's like, I'm the last survivor of the Time War! And then it's just that for fucking ten seconds. (laughs) Fucking hell. But, um... But like, like that—that's the difference between Johnny Depp's Willy Wonka and mm-hmm. and Gene Wilder's Willy. Wonka. Oh, that's not the difference, but that's the key difference. It's it's the it's the same thing. There's Gene, no Gene Wilder's mystery. Your fourth Doctor, mm. uh, Willy Wonka's your David Tennant. I don't. I'm, Except that? nobody likes him. No, no. <laughs> Um, you Pierre Capaldi? I guess. <laughs> Poor Capaldi. I love Capaldi. Make He's him so play good. Willy Wonka. Oh, I'd be on board with that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Willy like, Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is amazing, though. Mm. And, like, the visuals for the time, and, like, that that tunnel scene, mm. horrifying. So scary. <laughs> and, like, just the whole big edible room. Oh, it looks so good. Crazy. Crazy good. Um, Chocolate River looked good. Yeah. And and it's really funny, that movie. Like, th- there's, there's a good, like, half an hour at least... Before Willy Wonka makes his first appearance in that movie. Yeah. And the whole thing is just funny skits. Really funny skits. That that teacher is really funny. Which which the, teacher you have to remind the, me? The, the teacher where it's like, okay, today we're going to learn about percentages. <laughs> you know, let's say there are a thousand Wonka bars in the world. How many did you open? 200. 200 is, yeah, 20%. Charlie Bucket, how many did you open? Uh, two. All right, 200. Well, we just did 200. No, wait. Hang on. What? Just two? Well, I can't figure out just two. <laughs> what is this? Um, yeah, and... Oh, the... Why are you so poor, Charlie? Get good, mate. <laughs> and he brings him up to the front and he goes, now, this is my very special formula. And like, do you know what it does? And he goes, no, of course. And no, I don't teach her. And the teacher goes, well, of course you don't. Because if you did and I didn't, then you'd be teaching me you know, instead of me teaching you. And a student that teaches his teacher is very rude. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, that I can't even do it. I can't explain why it's so funny. I love in the... In the first, in the original Willy Wonka, his uncle, his uncle, 
His granddad. His granddad. His granddad. Um, and how he struggles to get out of bed. I love that scene. Where he's like, where, I, I don't know what it is about it, but he, you know, how he's, he's like, I'm, I'm going to go with you, Charlie. We're going to do this. And he struggles out of bed and... See, I, I had this really cynical look at it when I was, like, when I watched it the other day. Oh, really? Because I'm like, because Charlie comes home with the loaf of bread and he goes, I've just been paid. Granddad, this one particular of his grandparents, not the other three, fuck the other three, but this one particular one, I'm going to pay for your tobacco. <laughs> That's that's what's important, you know. That's and, and and admittedly, Grandpa Joe goes. Now I'm not gonna. I'm I'm giving it up. Like I, I when when cabbage water is a is a delicacy. When a loaf of bread looks like a delicacy, I have no right to smoke tobacco. And I'm yeah, like, good, good on you. But then Charlie insists, and then none of the other grandparents like like everyone's so poor. And everyone's fucking... Like, the father is dead, and the mum's working hard, and the kid's working hard, and the grandparents don't even get out of bed. I'm sure that that's like, they can't get out of bed is the implication, but that's not what it looks like. There's a big fucking bed in the middle of the room. They're not in wheelchairs. (laughs) Yeah, you've ruined it for me. (laughs) You're right. and, And then, as soon as it's... I've got a plus one to see Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory and get a lifetime supply of chocolate. Who's in? Grandpa Joe goes, well, fuck this. Lying down all day. <laughs> I'll get out of bed for the first time in 50 years. Fuck you, Grandpa Joe. Take the mum. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why didn't the mum get to go? Because Charlie doesn't love the mum as much as he loves Grandpa Joe. That's that's the same in the sequel now. I can't, like, Sorry, the remake too. But it's almost worse cause because Grandpa Joe just jumps out of bed dancing. I mean, it's it's <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> and his but, mom and dad, neither of them can go, and they both work. Like, why are they so? Yeah, they've both got jobs. I mean, I think that I think I that adds that to he, it. I love that he his job is to screw lids on the toothpaste, yeah. um, and he's fired because they get a robot. Yeah, that's good. Like that's, that's the way of the future. <laughs> like that's. We I think more. Tra- I think that's more tragic that both his parents are still alive and he's still so poor. Like th- this is how fucked the the, the place. And that's what I like about it. the reboot. I have to say, I find all the family stuff very interesting in the reboot. Obviously, it, the whole movie falls apart as soon as Willy Wonka comes into it. But and like building on what we said before about the backstory sort of ruining it. The backstory also doesn't explain any of the behaviours that Willy Wonka has as an eccentric person. They explain why he might own a chocolate factory, but that's it. And all we get from his backstory is his father was a bit of a... His father didn't let him eat chocolate. Hmm. And I wasn't allowed to eat chocolate as a kid. Well, and like a, a lot of like this trope of um, a tragic backstory, the Freudian was expo- Christopher Lee though. Was it Christopher Lee? Yeah, oh, I think so. Yes, yes, it was. Because I, I thought it was the guy who played Buddy Crouch for a minute. I don't know why. No. Anyway, um, what was I trying to say? Yeah, like th- this trope of the the tragic backstory being Freudian, being linked to mm. your parents and that sort of thing, is usually done with psychopaths. It's usually done with this is why I'm a murderer. <laughs> well, have you noticed that Johnny Depp's uh, Willy Wonka? 
has all the key elements that make up a psychopath, but, but to the point of his behaviour. Yeah, like so the fact that he murders children. So that plus Tim Burton's dark aesthetic plus what actually happens in the thing. Like, there's no juxtaposition. There's no. There's no contrast of events going on. There's no contrast to the darkness. It is yeah. just. It is just a dark, gritty horror movie with colourful CGI orange men running around yeah. and chocolate and it's like the juxtaposition isn't enough in in Gene Wilder's one the whole point is that you believe that everything's brilliant and wonderful and then when it turns out to be less so it's sort of like this weird reality check and then it goes full crazy off the deep end and you're like oh fuck what a, you know maybe I shouldn't have signed up for this thing maybe what I wanted isn't really what I want and it makes you question things mm. I love the guy. Um, I love the element in Willy Wonka too that the, the guy who who's like meant to get them to steal gobstoppers for him. Yeah, that's a, and that that's he scared me too. Yeah, and that's a that's a movie only thing. That's not in the book. No, and it's not in the remake either. Yeah, like because that's that's a really interesting idea, and it makes much more sense than just we're gonna see which kid is the least. Yeah. Which one survived? Yeah, which one survived? <laughs> the re the remake shows that they all survived. Yeah, yeah. And and in in have you read the book? I think so, but I don't remember. I've I distinctly remember starting the Great Glass Elevator mm. and reading no more of it after the first chapter. Back when I was a kid, and they They're were doing books. the multiple sclerosis readathon. Mm. I, I read a heap of Roald Dahl in that because it was really short and I could tick right. it off as books read. <laughs> um, uh, but yes, smart lazy. Yeah, smart lazy. Um, <laughs> I, I, yeah. So I, I read it all then, and I was fucking horrified. Like the, that whole sequence with Veruca Salt. Like you yeah. know how in the in the new one, it's more accurate to the book. It's not the golden gooses thing. Yeah, it's, it's the nuts. Yeah, the... it's that the squirrels come up knock her on the head and go, no, she's a bad nut and throw her in the garbage. She doesn't just fall down a garbage chute. They they actively take her and throw her in the I know, garbage. And they do that in the film too. Yeah. I actually love that sequence. That's a really... It's quite good. I, I, I still think the CGI looks very, very bad. But it's alright. Like, it's not... I don't think it's bad CGI. And I like... I mean, it's not Spy Kids, but... <laughs> But it's, oh boy, is it not Spy Kids? <laughs> but it's oh, not... I mean, Spy Kids. I wish I had a better example. It's not like... It's not like a modern movie either. It's not like Civil War either. Yeah, no, but that's because CG's constantly improving. Yeah. It was yeah. never going to... Like, well, it, know, it, it, it's we'll not even, it's not even Avatar. Go, oh, Civil War's no Avatar 7. Mm. <laughs> if yes. they ever make another one. <laughs> it's James Cameron's got like five Avatar sequels lined up. That movie uh, came out seven years ago. Can, can we lock it in that we're just not talking about them if they ever come I'm out? I'm not going to see it. So yeah. I'm happy to I'm happy cool. to fuck James Cameron. Uh, on, on the record, <laughs> we shall not see. We shall we an, shall not see or talk movie. about Avatar. Um, I'm kind of curious to see what it'd be like, but I'm not going to because the first one was so garbage, and I refuse to waste money. Speaking of garbage, in the book, when Veruca Salt <laughs> yes. gets chucked down the, oh, the garbage chute, anyway, yep. there's a whole sequence of her in the garbage, and the garbage sings a song to her about how. No one's ever coming for you, and and, and that and that we've been sitting down here rotting for years, and yeah, it's it's fucking 
horrible. That's it's the only fuel. It's the only thing that's a sort of like follow up to what's right. going on. But like the justification is supposed to be that this is, these are the garbage bags talking. Yeah. And and that they're not people or anything like that. And so somebody's coming for Veruca, no one's coming for the garbage. So, you know, so mate, so she probably still does get out, but there's that whole thing of, oh, you know, hi, you you're here now. Uh yeah, no one ever comes for us. Yeah, we're, we're screwed. We're here forever. You're going to sit here and rot with us is fucking terrifying. Horrifying. Oh. Absolutely horrifying. Um, what else was... I was going to say something else about... I do, I do like the nut sequence in the reboot. Uh, like, the Golden Goose sequence is also good, but it's it's fine. Because uh, what it was was that they... Like, because they did that whole forced perspective thing with the geese. So that mm. they looked huge in, in the original. And that was like, a, you know, a, a feat of of movie making back then it would have been so hard to do anything with squirrels you couldn't have done it there's yeah, no, no way that they could have done that absolutely not so, so they've, they've made a very clever mm. change and the only thing that I'm sort of against in that whole sequence is that Veruca goes and stands up on the on the um, the I can't remember what they call it uh, it's a it, the, it's, 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 I think it's, it's an egg what an egg shoe right yeah but it's like it's, it's an egg later because right. it's an educated regulator, and it, right, <laughs> it makes yeah. educated regulators. Anyway, anyway. It, it's not a good. It, it's kind of it's kind of silly. I mean, look, it's fine. Yeah. What I was going to say has just slipped my mind entirely. <laughs> so that's great. Yeah, so, and like the, the the music in the original is yeah. so much better. I the music is great in the original. I, the, the problem with the reboot is they kind of. Each one, it's like, hey, here's the rap one, and here's the old mm. school. I don't mind the Augustus Glute song yeah. in the remake, but the other ones all, it's like, here's a hip hop one, here's a uh, rap one, here's a, and I'm like, stop. But I think that's a generally good idea. I just don't think it was executed particularly well. Uh, it bothers me. But also, they're the only songs in it, so it's weird when the when the Oompa Loompas come out and do a song and and but like they sort of hang a lampshade on it they sort of go oh, Willy Wonka's dancing to it everyone else is sort of going what the fuck's going on yeah I don't mind that so much I quite like that element to it that's all right and that makes sense but in in the original sorry go on. no so, sorry go 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 I'm, 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 what I was going to say is that related in 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 the original there's there's songs all the way through yeah and yeah. um sung by multiple people yeah and yeah every actor in the whole thing. Is is singing their own song essentially? Like Veruca gets a song. Yeah. Um, like Charlie, uh, Charlie and Grandpa get a couple of songs. Um, the mum gets a song. Um, Willy Wonka gets a couple of songs. Like it's a musical. It is. I kind of like that. Only the that like once you go to the factory, like that's where the magic and the musical happens. I kind of like that. I mean, I think it's sort of... I, I think mean, in the original, it's a bit... Well, it's a bit this or that. It doesn't really matter. I think in the original, it lends itself to this idea that... Like, because the only song that you see the family sing in the original, um, until they get the golden ticket, is Cheer Up Charlie. Yeah. And it's all just... Everything's somber, and, and, and all the songs are sung by the happy kids. The rich kids are in the chocolate bar buying all the buying all the candy and it's all the Candyman song and all and things like that um like the music is is indicative of when life is good yeah most of the time you know and then 
Yeah, I mean, it, that's not to discredit it, but I don't think the other way is, like, a bad way either. No, but I think that what you end up with is instead of having music sequences, you have that, like, big, long, dark intro sequence of the um, of the chocolate factory that's all CGI and everything's shiny, nothing looks yeah. good, and the whole... Yeah. Um, the, uh, it does I'm suffer the from no practical effects. Can we talk about Mike TV for just a second? Yeah. So, I like the reboot version more. Yeah, I mean... He's he's it makes more sense. It makes a lot more sense. Just with the day and age, and it just stands to reason. Uh, I just wanted to point out that he's really punished quite heavily because at the end of the movie, you see he's like paper thin and stretched out into this hideous deformed child. I forgot that. Yeah, because yeah. he didn't deserve that because he was fucking right. <laughs> Willy Wonka invented a teleporter, yeah, and was using it to send chocolate into televisions. I mean, I, I, I still think that both of them are useful. Because then you, if you could put a TV in fucking Africa, you can send all sorts of shit to them. Like, like yeah. teleporters are still useful even if you're not sending people. I agree. Mm. But kids in Africa don't eat chocolate. He, he was using it for advertising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, because I, I don't remember what Mike that wanted in the new one. Teleportation could... The guy's like, you've invented a teleporter and you're using it for chocolate? What the fuck's wrong with you? I don't even like chocolate. Hmm. And I'm like, you're right. Yeah. This this is a world-changing invention that could solve poverty. Mm. You and fuck Wonka. <laughs> and in the original, Mike TV is just more like, I want to be the first kid ever sent by, by, by television. TV. Yeah. And, and like, it, it's still got that wonder of like, this is an in- incredible technology and I want to be a part of it. Um, it's less... It's 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 less teleporty though I think in, mm. I mean it's the same thing but there's an element of um, yeah there's an element of this is a working technology that should be implemented and in the in the um, in the original it's 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 less yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it, yeah it's it's shown as experimental and it's dangerous and everyone's yeah yeah because in the in the remake it's it's talked about and shown as if it's fully working and there's no problems at all with it yeah yeah I mean <sighs> and also the notion that it has to be giant to go little dumb yeah I mean because like <laughs> that, mean, that, that makes sense in the old one like that that's yeah. that's funny and you can sort of go well you know that, that's how technology sort of worked back then to um but like now it's more just like I was going to say in a digital age that's not how it works yeah um, but but like when you go back and look at it now like the old one you just sort of like well this is the wacky world of Willy Wonka yeah and it's, the it's, prob- yeah the problem it is explains it's, itself away they, it's a grittier world hmm. the and this is the problem with gritty reboots in general it's the problem with just these fucking dark things yeah yeah I agree can I talk about the one thing that I don't like about the original Willy Wonka go Charlie and that bubble room scene. Yeah, that's really dumb and really bad. It has to happen because that's why he gets disqualified. But he doesn't get... Does he get disqualified at the end? Yeah, right at the end. Um, he goes, oh, according to the contract that you signed, um, you, yeah, he spouts off a heap of nonsense and then says, you've, you've broken your contract. You, you, you stole fizzy lifting juice, you bumped into the ceiling, which now has to be washed, and you get nothing. That's right. Thank you, good day. That's it's like, right. you're a cheat, you're a swindler. I said good day! And then Charlie comes up and gives back the everlasting gobstopper. 
And then he goes, right, you won. <laughs> that was the whole test. Yeah. Dumb. I don't think so. I... Because that's the test that proves that they're a good person. Every other test is, the don't gobs- like, listen to Willy Wonka. Don't fuck with the shit in the, the factory. The stopper I like. Hmm. The problem is with the bubble scene, is it just makes Charlie the same as all the other kids. Yeah. Whereas I like... Because that scene didn't exist in the book, right? Uh, no, it does, I'm pretty sure. I thought it didn't. Maybe it doesn't. I don't I, think I don't... it does. Because... Oh, uh, yeah, no, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. Because that because... whole element of the story isn't in yeah, the yeah. original. Which I, and I like that, and I like giving the stop, go up, stop her back. But I think I would rather... Yeah, just not have that element to it. Just have it the gobstopper. You don't need another reason because all I go then is Charlie just got lucky that he didn't end up like the rest of the kids. That's fair enough. That that, that is a legitimate point. I think that it's a it's my my in head justification Obviously is Charlie that Charlie like, is a better kid, but he's still done the same naughty thing that everyone else did. Yeah, I mean, I I justify it in my head as um, like with all the other kids, Willy Wonka said, "Don't do that," and they did it. And then that's what got them punished. In in that fizzy lifting juice scene, it's okay. Well, we, we've got to go. Moving on. And then Grandpa goes, "Come on, Charlie, we, we can have a sip or two. And then same and, thing. And then it's yeah, it, it's basically the same thing. But it wasn't. Don't do that. Fuck you. I'm gonna do that. It was. We're moving on. And then yeah, go, but and then I, I feel it. like if he was still there, he'd go, "Hey, don't drink that." Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I entirely agree with you. I'm just saying that the, in my head, that's sort of the mental gymnastics I was going with subconsciously yeah. to justify Which is that whole thing. Um, look, we hit, hit the 37 mark. Do we want to move? Yeah, yeah. Let's, Willy Wonka? <laughs> let's move on from Willy Wonka. Um, look, I haven't seen a lot of this. Uh, the next movie you did was 1972's Everything You Always Wanted to Know About Sex But Were Afraid to Ask. I mean, I, I always like seeing Gene Wilder do these roles that aren't very wholesome that, that are like really dirty and interesting yeah so like, I haven't actually seen this movie but now I really really want to yeah sorry my laptop's about to die you plug in. scum why am I, I scum I don't know that's rude I'm joking uh, I haven't seen uh, he next movie he did was a 1974 movie called Rhinoceros Rhinoceros yeah, but it looked wrong. <laughs> Sorry, you're right. It must be rhinoceros. But I just think rhino. Uh, n- now I forget they're called rhinoceros. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's rhinoceros. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Alright. Um, I mean, I hope that that's uh, basically tusk, but with rhinos. <laughs> I've got no idea. It's based on a play called Rhinoceros. I'm going to quickly look this one up. Okay. Um, it's, it's a 1974 comedy film. Um, the residents of a large town are inexplicably turned into rhinoceroses. Stanley, a mild man... Uh, who's Gene Wilder? Mm. A mild man- o- mild-mannered office clerk watches the bizarre transformations from a bemused distance. But soon the strange occurrences invade his personal space as his neighbour and best friend John and his girlfriend become part of the human into rhinoceros metamorphosis that is taking place. Eventually, Stanley realises that he may be the only human left amidst the new rhinoceros majority. This sounds terrifying. (laughs) What is 
this? I really want to see this now. Can we, can we pause that? Can we pause this? Watch that? <laughs> Stop Come recording back. it. Um, no, I'm, I'm sh- we'll need to do a follow-up cast to this because this guy has such an, in- an impressive career yeah, that we'll we just to. haven't tapped into at all. That sounds amazing and we'll put that on the back burner. That's I think. crazy. We might do a commentary on it. <laughs> <laughs> Which means we'll uh, never watch it in the future. <laughs> uh, next, not, same year, he did a movie called uh, Blazing Saddles. Of course. Okay. This uh, you watched this? Recently, I watched right? this last night. Oh, okay. Prepped. I like it. I had no idea how to respond to this movie for about an hour worth of watching. For an hour, it, oh, it's it's that slow and that weird. I was expecting Men in Tights, but a western. Is it that? No. It's oh. it Mel Brooks sort of doesn't quite know how crazy he can go yet, how completely slapstick and weird he can be yet. That there's definitely slapstick jokes. Like one of the earliest jokes is like um a heap of black railroad railroad workers yep. are being told to sing by their captives. I think it's implied that they're sort of slaves. Oh boy. But anyway, um yeah, they're being told to sing. And they're like, well, we don't, we don't know the song. And but he, and then they're like, sing Camptown Race song, do da do da like sing that, yeah. And it's like, and they're like, well, we don't know it. So they get, so then the white people start singing it at them, and then they get all really into it, and then they're jumping around like hillbilly idiots when when the sheriff turns up and goes, what the fuck's going on here? Why are you singing and dancing and what's going on? It's like, like it's that sort of comedy. Right, okay. And, like, it, most of the movie is just pointing out how completely fucking ridiculous the idea of racism is. That's interesting. And, like, it, it is basically just, like, everyone is a racist, a filthy, filthy racist. And um, this black guy gets appointed sheriff by a guy who's trying to sabotage the government... Of, of this area. Right, okay. Yeah, so like, yep. he's like, oh, imagine it, you know, you'll be seen as this great progressive breaker of chains guy, you know, you'll be up there with, with all these other famous presidents and stuff, and and really what he's trying to do is get the entire town to turn on this, on on the guy and, and leave the town so that way they can build yep. a railroad through it. Yeah. Um. So, like, it's sort of this weird, like, relatively serious political thing that's going on yep. that's like in in the guise of this wacky sort of story but nothing that wacky actually happens okay yeah. until the very end <laughs> oh boy oh fuck what tell me i probably won't watch it i don't know whether to tell and i'm going to because we're on air and i have to we've got spoilers to keep talking for blazing saddles. spoilers for blazing Sa- actually yes no legit if you i i highly recommend pausing this episode and watching the last half hour of Blazing Saddles. Watch it from the middle onwards and you'll be fine. You won't, you don't miss all that much. Right. Um, Mel Brooks is probably really, really angry at me for saying that. But it doesn't matter. Because um, <laughs> yeah. the mind fuck moment is right at the very end. Because mm. what they do is um, the sheriff rounds up all the people in the town and goes, right, we can um, we can stop these guys from, like the bad guys from coming and just blowing up the town and, and looting it. But what we need to do is this wacky harebrained scheme... We need to build an exact replica of the town, like three miles to the to the <laughs> east of it, and yeah. then we, and, <laughs> yeah. and so so they build like a, a film set style town, yeah. And, and what? Well, but like they're all like, we can't do that. We don't have enough manpower. We don't have enough time. And they go right, but the railroad workers can can help us. Like, all they ask is for a little plot of land of their own, and, and it'll be fine. 
And so this guy sort of frees these these railroad workers from their job and gives them land and homes and things like that mm-hmm. in exchange for, yeah, building this replica town. Right. And then he um, lines the whole town with dynamite and and puts it a little bit in front of the of the other town. So that way these guys roll in and they go, okay, we're, we're here at the town now. And they start looting all these like cardboard cutouts of people and shops. And, yeah. <laughs> and then they set off the dynamite and kill them all. Jesus. <laughs> well, right. it, it's the idea. Um, but the, the bad guys figure it out and then they go and they, they still set off some dynamite. They still like whittle their ranks down. And then they, and then it's an all out brawl. Between between the, the the townsfolk and the bad guys, right? And that brawl sort of zooms out of this um, of this um, s- staged uh, fake yeah, town, town, which is just obviously the actual set of the town, just filmed from an angle of which that you can see that it's a set, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. it zooms out even further than that to the soundstage of Warner Brothers Studios. <laughs> And then it goes, then it like goes to a, like zooms in on a different building where they're filming a musical, and then that just goes on for about five minutes, and and the director's going, no, 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 do it this way, do it that way, and they they do the thing a couple of times, and then the wall comes crashing down, and the brawl has just extended <laughs> into this thing, and now they're fighting with <laughs> like the people in this musical. So the musical goes on for like five minutes before the brawl. Yeah. Amazing. And then it just, it engulfs the entire studio. Then it goes out onto the road. The sheriff's riding a horse in the middle of Los Angeles in the 70s. And the bad guy like calls a cab, gets in the cab and drives off. And then they go to a cinema that's that's playing at Blazing Saddles. And the bad guy walks in. He buys some chocolate covered raisins. He goes in to sit down and he goes, right, all right, they, they won't find me in here. And then he sees on the screen that the sheriff is outside about to come into the cinema <laughs> and all the while I'm going what the fuck is going on <laughs> and then like he goes outside the cinema and then they have their final like sort of shootout right where like they, they sort of they draw and the sheriff like drops to the ground and shoots him in the dick <laughs> what <laughs> and then oh, and then like they and then the sheriff and Gene Wilder's character like the right hand man goes back goes into the cinema and watches the end of the movie and the camera pans from them to the screen to them in the western town yeah <laughs> and Gene Wilder in the town is like with his foot up on an anvil eating popcorn <laughs> it's going on it's such a mind fuck I don't know if that movie's over <laughs> I was not convinced that it wasn't going to pour into my lounge room somehow. I don't... It's like they were filming it and then at the end it's like, hey, who's got the last page? What, no one's got the last page? What's going on? Oh, shit. What's happening over here? Move the... My, and like my sisters are going, still here, still selling fake doors. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, it was so, so funny. Because we're all sitting there going, this is a bit of a bit of a toss, mediocre, sort of not that wacky comedy, isn't it? There's not that many. And then it just goes. And then it just, it breaks the fourth wall, the fifth wall, the sixth wall, the seventh wall. It just fucks with everything. Jesus. Uh, I'm sitting here 19 walls away going, they're getting awfully close. <laughs> uh, that sounds amazing. It's so Maybe I good. The end of That's it. why I didn't want to spoil yeah, it. Yeah, I know, but I, 
Because now, because you will never be able to watch it and and appreciate it the same way as watching I'll, it the first time. I'll make time. someone who doesn't know watch it. Make them watch it, and that way I get the experience through them. Because that's the thing. This isn't a Mel Brooks comedy. This isn't Spaceballs. This isn't Men in Tights. This is a, like a relatively interesting, semi-serious movie about racism that then just fucks with reality right at the end. My kind of film. <laughs> Fucking mint. 10 out of 10. And I haven't talked about Gene Wilder's character in it at all because, uh, like, he's, he's really good. He, he plays this town drunk who used to be, like, the, the fucking, the fastest the town in the West. Kid, the Waco kid. The Waco kid. It's pronounced Waco, but. Waco kid. Yeah. Um, and he's like, th- there are all these scenes where, like, they're being, they've had guns pointed at them by, like, seven guys. Yeah. And they're all like, we're gonna count to town, then we're gonna shoot you to pieces. And Jim Wilder's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and it's like, three, two, one. And then, like, Jim Wilder's character's standing on his, like, sitting on his horse, cross-armed. And then you hear, and all the guns go flying out of the bad guy's hands. Jim Wilder hasn't moved. That's how fast he is. <laughs> I like it. It's so funny. Like, his character and that whole plot is really, really funny. Um, but yeah, he is just the right-hand man in this movie. And, and it, uh, you get to see him smoke a joint. Uh, <laughs> you see, you see Willy Wonka smoke a joint. That's nice. cool. Nice. <laughs> anyway, like it. great movie. All right. Um. So after us for that, we're actually like at the fifty-minute mark, nearly. What 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 else sort of is there? Because I think Maybe we've touched on big ones. Through them. Yeah. There's another one I want to talk about because I watched it a couple of nights. Go ago. for it. I've talked enough on um, this episode. The Little Prince. Have you seen it? Oh. No, I haven't, but I fucking love that story. I've read the book and I've watched a heap of other movies, but I haven't seen that one. He plays the fox. That's fucking sick. Cool. <laughs> he's also did, he's in Young Frankenstein. Oh, fuck yeah, Young Frankenstein. Have you seen Young Frankenstein? No. That is so funny. You've seen so many of these old movies, but you haven't seen Indiana Jones. Because Indiana Jones is a bit toss. Because you're a bit toss. <laughs> Young Frankenstein is really funny. It's got the dad from uh, from Everybody Loves Raymond How in it. How the fuck have you seen Hang on, hang on. Not Indiana Jones. you broken? What the fuck is wrong with you? This is not where I thought this episode was going to go. But you're right. I have no justification for this. But, like... Uh, the, the dad from um, from Everybody Loves Raymond it plays oh, Frankenstein. Yeah. Oh really? Nice. <laughs> and and it's all about like the the, the descendant of of the of Doctor Frankenstein um, is following up on similar experiments that his dad sort of did, and he's like denying his family legacy, and then he inherits the house or something like that. I can't remember. Something pushes him to go into Transylvania, and he sort of like he reads all his notes, and he actually he he makes a Frankenstein. And he sort of like embrace, like he sort of yep. goes mad and embraces his dad's madness, yep. his granddad's madness. And there's a guy called uh, Igor, and he goes, <laughs> yep. yeah, and then we go, yeah, and and like, and he's, oh, it's just, it's a proper wacky Mel Brooks comedy nice. with Gene Wilder as the main character, and I it's like set it. about like it's all about Frankenstein. It's awesome. really, really funny, awesome. and I have no excuse for watching that and not Indiana Jones. Good. <laughs> He also did a movie that I, I'll touch on briefly. Yeah. Um, the Adventure of Sherlock Holmes' Smarter Brother. Oh, that sounds really funny. So, I haven't seen it. Yeah. But, unrelated to this, before he died, I was reading about this movie for some reason. I don't even remember why. I was just going through movies, apparently. Fair enough. It's about a guy called um, Sigerson Holmes. Yep. Played by Gene Wilder. Who's Sherlock Holmes' younger brother. Right. 
Um, and pretty much, it's it's a, so it's a made up Holmes brother. Yeah. Um, and pretty much the story is he is actually the one who solves all the crimes. He just leaves the clues in easy places for Sherlock <laughs> to find, and Sherlock gets all the credit. That's funny. Um, it's it's he wrote and directed it, Gene mm. Wilder. Um, so you should probably check that out too. Yeah, absolutely. Why didn't we should have done that instead of watching Willy Wonka again? <laughs> But, oh, it doesn't matter. I didn't watch Willy Wonka again. Well, I did. I actually prepared for this episode. <laughs> yeah, I watched one movie. I watched a movie called Silver Streak. Cool. Um, hit, hit, hit me. So, Silver Streak, pretty much Gene Wilde is like a publisher. Yep. On a train. Yep. And he's he's just... He's, so, he's getting the train from one location to another and he meets, this, he meets yep. this attractive blonde. He meets this, like, drunk womanizer guy. Right. Um, when he's about to hook up with the blonde, with a little... You know, for a little bit of... Um, a little bit of the old... Sex. Sex. <laughs> uh, yeah, that. Um, so when he's about to hook up, uh, he sees some guy with a bullet wound in his head fall off the side of the train. That's, that's not good. That, that... And it just unravels. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, hol- it's really funny. So it's like this murder mystery on a train. Have you ever seen North by Northwest? No. Okay. Think that, but a little bit funnier. <laughs> cool. So something I haven't seen, but funnier. Awesome. Um... He falls off the train like three times and finds a way to get back on How? it. Wow! <laughs> it's so good. How? I need to watch this movie. You should. I, and I know you hate this, but you'd probably like it. No, I, I, I'm sure I would. And I know I say that even. Yeah, anyway. There's. Um, it's also got. What's his name? Uh, Gene Wilder does blackface in it. Oh, Which no. sounds really bad. It must be so funny. <laughs> It's quite funny, <laughs> and it's it's not really in poor taste. It's a it's what's his name, really funny actor, uh, Richard. Is is this him? Yeah, Richard Pryor. Right. Yeah. He's the guy who makes him do blackface. Yeah, yeah R- Richard Pryor's like a stand-up comedian. I'm pretty. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. He's in a he's in a lot of um, he's in a, quite a few movies actually. What what else has he done? Uh, do, 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 do. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So it's it's him in it, um, yep. and it's just this murder mystery on a train with Gene Wilder and wacky fun, and he's just this publisher guy who gets caught up in this investigation and this murder, and it's it's really fun. It's real. It's really well done too. Mm. It's a really good story. Uh, there's something I need to talk to you about after the after we finish recording because I don't want to put my ideas out there just yet. Alright. But about this movie, remind me. Okay. Alright. Maybe we'll come back to it, listeners. Maybe we won't. (laughs) Great. Uh, Yeah, Silver Streak. So that's that's definitely worth watching. Really good Gene Wilder movie. It was made in 76. Yep. Uh, I like a good train murder movie. I mean, like, Murder on the Orient Express is great. Like, yeah. Train train murders are interesting. Where you've got that, like, really confined space. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You you know who else is in it? You know um, Jaws from James Bond, really big guy with metal teeth. Well, yeah, I know He's of the it. character, but I with don't know the, the actor. <laughs> with the metal teeth, with the metal teeth, yeah, like <laughs> like it's set it's in the same just universe. Jaws. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it's really funny. Maybe he did it. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, uh, do we want to quickly rattle through some of these? See yep, if we've cool. seen any. So it was in The World's Greatest Lover, sounds... The Frisco Kid, Sunday Lovers, Stir Crazy, Hanky Panky, The Woman in Red, 
Haunted Honeymoon, See No Evil, Hear No Evil, which I have heard, which I haven't seen. I have heard it's good. I have heard it's good as well. They recently did a new one, I think, that I heard wasn't so good. Mm-hmm. Funny About Love, Another You. He made his last movie in 91. Jeez. I suppose that makes sense. <clears throat> and like, he did he was... a bunch of TV before he did film. Yeah. Oh, he was in Will and Grace in what 2002. No, I'm going to watch that. <laughs> Wait, he was in a 1990 television film of Alice in Wonderland. There's there's not enough... Like, Gene Wilder as, like... I would have liked to have seen him in, in his, like, later years do more voice acting. Yeah. Like, he is... He has such a distinct and well crafted voice he would have he would have been really good as a voice actor I reckon mm. and some of that stuff like some of that TV stuff might be voice acting I don't um, know it might be and some we, of those movies might be but we've ranted on about Willy Wonka long enough that we don't have time <laughs> and I haven't seen any of those other movies yeah I mean Hanky Panky sounded familiar but I've got it sounds like he did a lot of romantic comedies yeah like that's not really what I'd have picked him as he doesn't seem like a sort of well that's because he's he's Willy Wonka to everyone though isn't he well, And but just just in general he's not exactly um, Ryan Reynolds is he no but that's why Silver Streak's great Gene Wilder action hero yeah <laughs> <laughs> So good. Uh, that I, I, all this has made me do is want to watch more Gene Wilder. And I, know, I hope me too. that it's done the same for you, listeners. Aww, isn't Aww. that Aww. lovely sentiment? No, <laughs> isn't that gross? <laughs> it's fucking shit. Get out of here. Nah, Gene Wilder was a great actor. He will be missed. A, a wonderful man with a lovely idea. For the fact that we've that... done so... Have to, we've had to do... Well, we haven't had to. We've chosen. But the fact we've done so many, like, in-memoriam episodes... Yeah. I mean, this is only our second one, isn't it? No. Oh, maybe last year we, we did because Because we've done... David Bowie and Alan Rickman. Yeah, as one. the one. That's what I'm we've thinking. We've done this one. I think we did another one, too. Mm. Maybe. Although there's been a lot of musicians who have died. Yeah, and like, I I did suggest Rick Mail. No, because Rick Mail was before we started the podcast. I think so. Damn. Cause that was, that, and, that was and, a long time ago. Well, because Rick Mail and Robin Williams are about the same time. Yeah, and, and we were doing Challenge Accepted at that time. Yeah. Because I remember was... putting a dedication to... Robin Williams. Robin Williams, because he was a big video game nerd. <clears throat> yeah. At the start of one of the Challenge Accepted episodes, which can't be found anywhere on the internet. And no, maybe we'll post just that up. Just that one episode. Just that one episode. They're not good, but... <laughs> no, they're fine. The thing is, I was thinking about this, and... Sorry, Aaron. If you cut out all the competition shit, they're really funny. I, I reckon they... I reckon we could rework them. There's a, there's so many old old projects that we need to reboot, and but we need we need more people involved. You need to make more friends. That would be my... F- more people means more chance of things going wrong. I like the team we've got at the minute. Yeah, but we, don't, we, just, but we don't have enough... People, but uh, we don't have an audience to warrant it. That's the problem. But we don't have enough spare time either. You, you and I are already struggling to get an episode out a week. Yeah, but the, the, this last two weeks have been particularly busy for the both of us. Yeah, but it's not like we've got extra time on top of that normally. Normally I would. The only reason I... Because... This is so week. off podcast conversation. <laughs> we should wrap this one up and then we'll finish this. Oh, yes. Yeah. We'll Sorry. talk about this over lunch. Sorry, okay. listeners. Oh. Thanks for listening, guys. You're you're all wonderful. How do uh, watch more Gene Wilder? Yeah, um, go there. More importantly, Google Gene Wilder. Find movies that you haven't seen and watch them because they're much better than follow us. Follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook as well. Video Shop Podcast on both. There's probably not much point doing that for Gene Wilder now.
Too soon? <laughs> Too soon? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, thanks guys see you nerds